0: Welcome to the Sage and Tarot podcast. In this podcast, we will be having compelling conversations about life, growth, and acceptance. Before we get started, just a quick disclaimer, nothing said in this podcast is professional expert advice because we are not professionals. We only talk about things based on our own personal experiences. Thank you so much for being here, and if you want to be a part of this podcast, you can submit stories and questions to sageandtarot at gmail.com. Again, that's sageandtarot at gmail.com.
1: Hi everyone, it's Andrew and Yuki. Today we're talking about spirituality. This is a two-part series where we dive into spirituality and our personal meaning of spirituality. It is something that has been around for aeons and is defined as a worldview or a lens that we can use to see the world. Ultimately, it's something that is very personal, everyone's path is unique, so this may be a touchy subject. We're only speaking based on our perspectives, and it's not our intention to speak wrongly or about anyone else's spirituality. A lot of thought has gone into this series, we've struggled to define exactly what it is we have experienced, and what it should be called. There are many traps one can fall into, where our best efforts are fruitless because we're unaware of our motivations. The same tool that one uses to find themselves can be used to hide, that's what this series is about. And by the way, on the show, we don't censor swear words or any adult language, so listener discretion is advised. Let's get right into it.
0: I got myself into spirituality from an early age because I wanted to fix something about myself. I wanted to fix my emotions. I used to be an emotional child, like I was really expressive. I was just too intense. I used to be scared all the time. I used to cry all the time and you know, everyone just thought that I'm like a weak child, like a really dependent child. and growing up, when I was a kid, I I thought I wanted to stop being scared. Like I wanted to stop crying all the time and Eventually, I started wanting to stop feeling, and, and I did. That's sad. And, you know, I grew a bit older. I wanted to fix something about myself again, and that led me on another path to self-discovery. I saw myself as someone who isn't noble or, like, impure, I was aware of my tendencies and I wanted to understand why I became the person that I was. The cycle went on and on and on and I wanted to fix something about myself until I realized that I shouldn't you know, does that make sense?
1: It it does. It does. You you don't yeah. really all you really need to be is like is yourself and allow yourself to flow.
0: Mm-hmm. But before I came to that point, my relationship with myself and the world around me it was it was very cruel. My relationships were painful. <laughs> I used the same relationship um template over and over again like with new people, with different people. I was in denial and I couldn't accept that I was just, you know, I'm some I'm someone who's full of hatred and anger. So I just I just suppressed all of it and just tried to be more spiritual, like more aligned in my spiritual journey. Like and I followed gurus. I read books. I tried meditating. I went vegan. I wanted to purify myself a bit you know, I was I was so fake. I seriously hated everyone. I felt so disconnected from everything and everyone and just felt so trapped within myself. And I made myself believe that it's progress. That finally um I'm awakening <laughs> to my highest potential. It's like I'm not susceptible su- 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 <laughs> was that
1: susceptible
0: susceptible to anyone else's Lower vibrations anymore. Mm. I thought no one could ever access like the depths of my psyche, man, oh. and no, one, <laughs> and no one would ever see like how weak I can get in this, mm. this, this progress. I've been there. Mm-hmm. Seriously, I, I've, I've lost my um sanity. Mm-hmm. I was just spiritual bypassing my way through um, life basically and looking back there were real psychological issues in there that I I just didn't know how to face I was still convinced that I was on the right track so you know one night I read about depth psychology and I found a paper written by a union analyst and yeah, I learned about the shadow that night. Everything just clicked again. <laughs> I got myself into individuation, or what people now call as um, shadow work. I couldn't snap out of it for years. I was, I was, I was, I was stuck. I never imagined how uncomfortable and painful it would be, but I thought I was I was ready. I thought I wanted to be whole and finally be happy. So, you know, I was just obsessively digging digging through all the trauma without actually sitting with them. Mm-hmm.
1: You just keep digging it up, but you're not dealing mm-hmm. with it.
0: Everything that I tried to do, like, all that digging through the trauma and all that spirituality thing, like, I learned that I wasn't ready. In that, I pushed myself just way too hard. Mm, yeah. Does that make sense?
1: <laughs> it does. It does. Like, like we've both been there where we've just, like, fallen apart when like, when we push too hard.
0: It's, like, opening... Pandora's box and like being flooded by unprocessed fragments of yourself. If you're enjoying the podcast so far, you can now become a monthly supporter for as little as 99 cents. This is totally voluntary, no pressure. All support is greatly appreciated and will help sustain the future of this podcast. If you're interested, Visit anchor.fm slash sagentaro slash support.
1: Back to the conversation. As we said in the intro, spirituality by default looks different for everyone. The spiritual aspect of life for one person may be going to church and reading religious texts and trying to lead their lives based off of those teachings. Others may enjoy meditation and deep breathing, or you may be someone who truly benefits from being in nature. So what is spirituality for you now?
0: What is spirituality for me now? I don't know. Based on my own understanding, I think it's it's being where I find myself at the moment. Some experiences can be really painful, right? And in my life revenge and anger had always been like the huge driving force Like how do i make this person feel the way that they made me feel or
1: or even how, how do how do i make them feel like how i want them to feel
0: mm-hmm. or like how do i get even mm-hmm. in 2019 um someone betrayed me in a way that I didn't know it was possible. I hit my breaking point. I realized how how real my emptiness was. For decades I've avoided this void within me. Like it's that void that I tried to fill with like meaning, loud music, spirituality, food, money, sex, relationships. I didn't know myself for a very long time because I was afraid that I'd have no control over myself. I approached spirituality in a way that would help me have control over myself. Control over myself, my thoughts, my emotions, my experiences, or even the people around me. I was, you know, at the end of the day, I I was still a tyrant and I didn't trust my um, my inner guidance is enough to let to let things be for a minute. <laughs> so, so yeah, developing a tender rel- relationship relationship with the relationship with <laughs> my suffering, it gradually changed the way I approach myself and my experiences. I used to um, correct. My experiences a lot like for example i'm experiencing something that i don't like i'd be like what is this why is this happening it shouldn't be happening or it shouldn't be like this this is how it's supposed to be or why am i here why am i not there something something like that Mm -hmm. i don't know if that makes sense but i invalidated rejected and like resisted myself in my experiences constantly i spent my entire life just you know just wildly going between like switching between like doing good and having total breakdowns over everything Mm, Yeah, (laughs) i think you can relate oh yeah Mm -hmm. and i still get moody sometimes i just can't help it um i still lash out i'm still mean sometimes Mm -hmm. and you know i i start acting out instead of holding space for my emotions at times and i tend to be really closed off and just start alienating myself whenever i have a really strong emotion like that's brewing within me i start acting different like tough or try to maintain the scary and like a rough facade and to convince myself that I don't feel anything which is which is a lie. And whenever I do this I remind myself to to soften my body, um my muscles, soften my shoulders, like and quench my jaw to come back to the ground and just allow myself to occupy space i tell myself it's okay to be here like it's okay to be you know sitting here it's okay to to be alive basically Mm -hmm. when i allow myself to be in my body i feel something an emotion anger fear um envy jealousy shame sadness Whatever. whatever it is like i'd feel myself attending to attempting to like tense up again and try to resist the discomfort and i try to reassure myself that it makes sense that i'm feeling that way like that i'm feeling this way right now the emotion may not make sense to anyone else like like whenever we're fighting like it may not It may not make sense to you. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I can't blame you (laughs) for that. But to me, like, it's my job to validate my own emotion, like, my own experience. Mm -hmm. It may not make sense to anyone else, but to me, it does. And that's all that matters. Yeah, what
1: you feel is valid.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. Like, I believe spirituality is... I believe... Spirituality is a natural consequence of unrestricted emotional expression. Do you agree?
1: Yeah, I'd say that's true.
0: hmm Like we talked about this a lot of times. Um that's like spirituality... you're allowing yeah.
1: whenever you're allowing yourself to flow, it just it just it just happens. hmm
0: Yeah. Whenever I'm giving myself unconditional permission to to just be who I am. Mm-hmm. I flow with life. It's okay. just how I feel. But whenever I try to restrict or like to to push or like to pull or like to control, mm-hmm. I feel like I feel like life is fighting against me. Even yeah, if it's just... not, because it's basically just me fighting against mm-hmm. life and not flowing You're just with
1: turning it. against yourself.
0: Mm-hmm. I let things take their natural course and do nothing that interferes with that. Like to flow with my essence, in you know, essence, <laughs> I learned this word from you. <laughs> like, to flow in my essence, like it's, it's something that just started happening when I allowed myself to be more vulnerable, like with you, with the people around me, and especially with myself. I began to be myself and allow life to, to just unfold organically without trying to push or to pull or to control or to manipulate it like it used to.
1: I remember a quote, quote, remember, Um that, that 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 really touched you, and and I remember like it sort of just like encompassed like what you've learned about yourself recently. Okay.
0: Yeah, that quote by Aldous Huxley. Mm-hmm. So, we'll be ending this episode with that quote, I'll read it. It's dark because you are trying too hard. Lightly child, lightly. Learn to do everything lightly. Yes, feel lightly even though you're feeling deeply. Just lightly let things happen, and lightly cope with them. Okay, thanks again for listening, that was from Sage and Tarot a show where we share conversations about life, growth, acceptance, the world at large, and basically anything under the sun. If you like the show, you can hear it on Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or any app that you use to listen to podcasts. And we'll be back next month for another episode of Sage and Tarot. See you then.